wir haben so vieles geschafft, wir schaffen das. Nobody can do it like me. Nobody. Yes, we can. Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. Which is why I alone can fix it. They promise, promote, proclaim populism propaganda on sale today. Make America great again. Make love, not walls. Yes, we can. Let's exit Brexit. A truth is what pleases. And you, will you keep your promises? Heaven on earth, nothing would compare. But are you more than just another voice? You leave, you die, you chose death, and then silence. You're gone. And we're alone again. But there's a sound of that voice. He's risen. He is risen. For generations, the glimmer of hope has not faded. You keep your word. Surpass your announcement. Different from what we expected. More than we could have imagined. You keep your promises. Come on. Hello, church. I hope you're doing super good, very well. You have an amazing uh, week behind you. Uh, I traveled crazy in Germany. This is my three weeks in, in a row. All over Germany. I don't, know, I don't know. I think the Germans, they must love me. Yeah, and my German, high German now is super still Swiss German. Yeah, it's like my English, you know, my English. Some a guy asked me, are you from Switzerland? Why I can hear it when you speak English. He's a liar. The, the topic is, I am the wine, in, we are in the hashtag Jesus series. And I think when Jesus uh, said, I am the wine, that actually has a meaning in Jesus, there's tremendous potential of growth and change. I believe in Christ, there is growth, an amazing dynamic. When we speak about growth, I think everyone has a different uh, view of growth. And I want to give you four um, illustrations about growth. Some people, they see growth like you're going from glory to glory. Like you can level up your anointing. Who believes that? No one. That means you can go up. It's just one direction. It's upwards, right? That's why I have a second illustration. Some people believe you start somewhere with Christ and all of a sudden you have a breakthrough and it goes up like a rocket. Who believes that? Okay. I have a third graphic. A lot of people, they believe it's more in growth, it's more in waves. It goes up and down and up and then down and up and down and up and down and up and down and up but the good thing is it goes upwards right who believes in that oh more people wow a lot of people they believe in this this is you you are born um, you start as a child very low and then all of a sudden so what's happened uh oh so no, it works. The child works. You start somewhere. No, it doesn't work. The color has changed. Yeah, the color's changed. It happens, you know, this is life. Yeah, you can see it there. Hey, you see it. It's, it's blue, blue in blue. Can you see it? A lot of people, they believe you start somewhere and it goes up when you reach 20 years. 
you are strong, after 30 years, you're going down. This is what actually a lot of Swiss people believe, you know. This is very, very negative and that's why it's only maybe in the color of blue. I believe when Jesus said, I'm the wine, I believe in that concept you can learn a lot from the wine because a wine goes to four seasons. Like the spring season, for example, it's a very exciting season because there's blooming, growing, blossoming. It does nothing. You can see the growth every day. You can see it. It's like you fall in love, you get married, you get a baby, you get a promotion, you get a healing. It's everything. Boom, 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 boom. You say, oh, this is an amazing season, right? But after every spring comes a summer season. And a summer season in the vineyard means actually... The gardener cuts off a lot of branches, um, a lot of branches, and in the summer, it's almost no growth. It's like hot and hot and hot and hot and long, no action, no blooming, no blossoming. It's just, you can see from the outside, almost no change. The growth takes place more inside. The same thing like the Swiss people, they have joy more in the inside. <laughs> yeah, it's the same principle, you know? And like in the inside, it starts to get sweeter from day to day, but from the outside, you can see nothing. And in the summer season, Jesus is saying, remain in me, because there's no action. There's no action, there's no growth, there's no blooming and blossoming. But after every summer comes to fall, And fall is the harvest season. This is what we long for, right? We long for miracles, signs, and promotion, and breakthrough, and prosperity. We're longing for a house, for a girlfriend, a boyfriend, for a small group, for a vibrant church, for revival, for reformation. You name it. This is like the best season, what we believe in. We, we're longing for that season, right? Because there's the fruit season of salvation and baptism, Healing and all the things. This is for me, actually, to be honest, the most exciting season. But the problem is it's only one of, out of four. But after every fall of a harvest comes always a winter. And the winter season, to be quite honest, it's very dry. 90% the gardener, 90% he cuts away from all the branches. 90%, only two branches are remain. In the winter season, why is the winter season important? Because after every success, you need a moment to recharge your soul and your spirit. You cannot go from fruit to fruit, from glory to glory. It needs always a moment of recharging your soul and your spirit. But if you are in a winter season, there is no blooming and no blossoming. It's like you feel very alone, me and my God. And that season actually is very important. Here's the thing, if you are in a spring season or in a fall season, you say, praise the Lord, what's the problem, what's the matter? But if you are in a summer season or in a winter season and you hear all the testimonies of blooming, blossoming and signs and miracles, it can be that you feel a little bit jealous and say, yeah, you have a big mouth, but you know, but I'm now in a summer and in a winter season. And here is the good news. And this is what I believe in growth. After every winter comes a spring season. 
Winter, it's not forever. It's only for a short of time. And after every winter comes the spring. And after spring comes the summer. After summer comes the fall. After fall comes the winter. After winter comes a spring. I want to encourage those people you think you're in a summer or a winter season. It's only a matter of time. Fall and spring is always around the corner. If you are in a spring and a fall season, summer and winter is always around the corner. Both. This is what I believe in terms of growth. I don't think you can level up or it's going just upwards. Sometimes I think God is teaching us to live in season and think in season because life is everything in seasons. I just thought for a moment in what kind of season I am as a family right now. Because we are, as a family, we are rich at, we are in, a, in spring season of blooming and blossoming. Everything is blooming and blossoming. My worldwide ministry goes goes crazy. God opens doors all around the world. But we face right now a summer season where I felt God is cutting away some branches. Because we sold our house two weeks ago to an amazing family. And the plan was like moving out Thursday morning and moving in Thursday afternoon between two and five o'clock. This was the slot we had. And five days before the, we moved out, we got a phone call from the owner of the new apartment and said, oh, we, we are so sorry, you're not able to move in because the fire department has not given us the permission. We made a major mistake. You have to go to the city, live in an apartment for at least two or three weeks. We said, okay, no problem. We moved in an amazing Airbnb house. And after one week, we had to move out again. And here's the challenge from Airbnb. You have to move out 11 and you can move in maybe four o'clock the same day into the other apartment. That means you have, you have like, like a five hours gap, you know. And here's a picture of my wife as the, the cleaning lady. If we are able to put our staff in front of the door. She said, you know, it's no problem, just leave it there, but it's Zurich, it's not safe. My family went out for dinner, they came back five o'clock and they took all the stuff down to the street. And here is a video clip about the situation who's my family in right now. You know, the atmosphere was not so good, you know. And now comes the question, we had to move 800 meters. And how, how you do it? We, we called the Uber. And Uber came and said, okay, where? Said 800 meters, but not us, our stuff. And he was super shocked because the Uber is still cheaper than the rent uh, picking company. And we gave him 26 francs because it drove only two minutes and then we were there. And then we unloaded everything again on the street and check out the face of my oldest son. He was somehow, you will see it. We went up to the apartment we, we went and we knocked at the door. You know who opened? The same cleaning lady who cleansed the, the apartment in the morning opened the next door. We said, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, for us, you know, it, it goes on like this. We, we're not living in, an, uh, in our new house for the next three weeks we fought. And last week I got another email. Your apartment will not finish. 
until seven weeks from now. And you have to understand, all our stuff is in a container. That means I have only this shoe, this jacket, three jeans, five socks, five underwear, and five t-shirts. This is all what I have. And conference and Easter is around the corner. And can you imagine my kids said, Daddy, we got crazy. Everything is in a container. I said, I know. We are in a flipping summer season. No growth, no action. And Jesus is teaching us right now, remain in me, remain in me, remain in me. The growth is more inside. The joy is more inside, you know. And this is actually our season we're right now in. And for me, it's very important because I know this season will not last forever. But I believe after that, we will go into an amazing harvest season as a family because we're not having a, a, a home anymore. We are homeless. We are gypsies. It's amazing. In John chapter 15, verse 1 and 2, I want to read this Bible verse to you. And you can see here some amazing things. I am the true wine. Actually, Jesus is saying, I am the true wine. And my father is the gardener. That means Jesus is the wine and the father is the gardener. He cuts off, off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that he will be even more fruitful. And this is actually an amazing Bible verse. God made a commitment to bring the best out of you and me. And he knows what he does. Jesus is the, is, is, is the, the wine, but God is the gardener. And I have two points for you guys. Point number one, God prunes the wines so that it bears more fruit in our lives. I asked uh, actually a guy who is in, has a big, big vineyard. I asked him about the spring season and he will explain on a very unique Swiss high German what happens between spring and summer. And here's a clip on the screen. Februar, wenn es Schnee hat, fangen wir an zu schneiden. Wir lassen von diesen Reben lassen wir drei bis vier Triebe. Zwei werden angebunden, zwei sind Reserven. Die, wenn, wenn der Trieb kaputt geht, kann man noch mal eine anbinden. So bringen wir wieder ein System hinein. Vorher ist ja alles wild, es hat zu viele Triebe. Darum reduzieren wir schon im Winter wieder auf zwei und äh, das gibt äh, relativ viel Arbeit. Man muss jeden Stock muss man individuell anschauen, wie schneidet man das. Das ist eigentlich eine sehr interessante Arbeit. Und äh, hier mit, dieser, mit diesem Schnitt wird eigentlich schon wieder äh, das ganze System aufgebaut für die Zukunft. Check out this picture. I see millions and billions of wines. That means God as a gardener is very busy. 
you know, he does in every single person, he does the cutting. This is a lot of work. I think God is, has never, goes never on vacation. He's very busy because he does it very specific in your own specific personal life. And what I believe, uh, because the cutting is very, very important and crucial actually for the growth of the wine. You know, I think we are as a young generation, we are very, very busy. I want to give you four explanations why I think we are busy and why it's very important to give space and room for the Holy Spirit because our agenda is too packed and too stuffed. There is no space for the Holy Spirit anymore. For example, when you want to buy a new TV, and you're going to Mediamarkt or the Saturn, you're going into that building and you see so many screens. 20 years ago, you went to the store and said, I want to have a TV. You ask yourself, you want to have a small one or a big one? But nowadays, there are 300 different screens. That means you have to have so many opportunities. That means it's actually always a nightmare to make the right call or decision, right? Just go, just go to a Starbucks. And you say, what do you want? I want to have a coffee. Oh, coffee. Small, large, or medium. Uh, how large, how, how big is large? Uh, this size. Okay, I take large. What kind of a coffee do you want? A coffee. Beans from Brazil, or beans from Australia, or beans from Chile, or beans from, uh, from Switzerland. I don't care, I want to have a coffee. Okay, then take the Brazilian coffee. It's a nice aroma. Do you want to have a strong or extra shot? I don't know. I want to have a coffee. Okay, do you want to have cream? Yes, cream. Uh, you want to have um, soya milk? You want to have whole milk? You want to have fat-free milk? I want to have milk. Then she asks you for hero to go. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Is it right? That's why I started to drink tea. Tea is simple. Peppermint tea is just peppermint and water, right? We have too many options. Another thing, our leisure time, our free time, just think for a moment. Our free time, we have so many options, right? I think people are not tired from work. We are tired from the free time. We have so many opportunities in our days, right? Just think for a moment about social media. Social media, there's not one social media. There are so many different opportunities in social media, right? And if you, want, if you are in social media, just like and, and give comments and everything, it keeps you so busy. Just think for a moment, you're going hiking and why in the flipping world you take your smartphone and you film, oh guys, I'm here in the Ricky, it's beautiful. You make all those people jealous that sitting in, in Argau in the fog. Right? Or just think another thing, when you take a screenshot of a smartphone, this is what you see. So many emails and everything. And I think in our days, one of our biggest challenges we have is social media, our leisure time, opportunities we have. It's a blessing in the same way also a curse. And I think we have to reduce a little bit things and cut things away to have more space for the Holy Spirit. I read um, in a newspaper uh, about the sickness level, and it's actually a shocking uh, um, um, quote, actually. The number of people suffering from burnouts 
on the rise. It's not only elderly people, it's also people like 18 years old, 22 years, super young people. And they, they're saying burnout, exhausted, unable to work since the 1990. Um, it went up 80% more, and especially a lot of women. And I was shocked and read that I think we are overloaded with things and stuff. And I think we need a moment where we're cutting away things to give more space really for the Holy Spirit because he will do signs and miracles through your personal life. Eisenhower, he came up with a very, very simple illustration how we can be selective. He said, there are certain things that are very important and certain things that are very urgent. But we have to make a difference between only urgent or only important or maybe it's neither. But things that are important and urgent, this is on the top list in our life. With other words, make the main thing the main thing. And the main thing has to be the main thing. Because the name of the devil is also Diabolus. And I think one of the gifts of the devil, he keeps us busy, busy. When I ask my staff, have you ever led the last four weeks somebody to Christ? They will say, oh, we are busy of doing church and being the church and everything. And I think, guys, let's go out and win people for Christ. And the Diablo makes us busy, keep us busy. And that's why we have to cut off some branches. I want to give you a very simple illustration because I have a lot of, a lot of passions in my life of different areas. For example, if a person starts to sing a song, I will follow, even though if I'm not, if I don't know the song. I just love singing, you know. I'm actually a musician. I played a guitar. I can sing. I was a worship leader. A lot of people, they have no clue I was the first worship leader in our church. Yeah? I played guitar. I'm a very, very good guitar player. I played in so many different weddings. Here's a picture um, I played all over, you know, and of course, when Dave Cool came, I thought I should give him also a little bit of stage. And this was the moment I will never forget when God challenged me, when God challenged me and said, the good thing is often the enemy of the best. And God challenged me to the Holy Spirit. I will never forget and said, you have to make the main thing the main thing. And singing and worship, it's not your main calling. And I will never forget when God really, God the Father, cut off that branch. And you know, it's a nice one, right? It's, it's, it's a nice one. It's, it's not ugly. It's not bad. It's not. But this is the good thing stands in the way for the bad thing. And when God cuts it away, and here is a picture it bleeds, it hurts. It's not like, oh, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I feel so free, so light. No, it hurts. And the Holy Spirit is challenging you right now to cut certain things. It's always something emotionally. It hurts. It goes super deep. Why is God is doing that? Because in the end of the day, the grab wines needs all the energy and everything to blooming and blossoming and growing. If you have a smartphone, please take your smartphone out. I want to ask you two questions because I love the interactive time together. Because for me, it's always very cool to see where are you right now and what kind of a seasons are you. And you see on the screen um, the, the place where we can log in. 
And I want to ask you four questions and please be honest. Are you in a spring season, summer, fall or winter season? Are you in a spring, summer, fall or winter season? And you will see it. Winter and summer was even though this morning on the top. Now it's down fall, winter, summer, spring or spring. 37 people, spring, international, you are different. Wow, you are the love generation, blooming, blossoming. Maybe you love this, those words. Spring is on the top, summer in the middle, winter, fall, fall. But check this out, even though fall means signs and miracles, breakthroughs is in, on the bottom, right? This is often reality, how we feel, how we sense. My question number two is actually, how do you feel? How, do, how would you describe it in one word, in one specific word, how do you feel it? Just one word, one word. A guy wrote, I, I feel angry, or I feel overwhelmed, or I feel blessed. Just describe your situation in one word. Blessed, challenged, happy, grounded, cheerful, transforming, desert, yes, Lord, I say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. I'm a worship leader. Grounded, excited, loved, busy, blessed, tired. Summer season can give you the feeling of tiredness. And this is often how we feel. But here's the thing. When the Holy Spirit to God the Father cut certain things away, it hurts, you will bleed. But in the end of the day, here is a list why the pruning is very important. The pruning gets more nurturance, more energy, more light, more warm, air, more warmth, and larger fruits. This is the reason why a gardener cuts away all the branches here on this amazing grapevine. Can we bring the slides of all the benefits of cutting things away? This is very important. You have keep those words in your mind. You give space, growth for the main thing. The main thing gets all the attention and all the energy. If you have a gift of, of leadership, take enough time to develop your leadership gifts and talents and not doing 1,000 things. Keep the one thing and do the one thing and make the one thing even do better. In closing... The branches remain in Jesus so that they can bear fruit. It's not, Christ is not blessing those because they bear fruit. We bear fruit because Christ blesses me. That means because of Christ in me, I can bear fruit. Often people ask me the question, I'm, I'm passing this church now more than 22 years. And I had a season where we had to wait for this building for almost 10 years. And often people ask me the question, how were you able to keep going? What was the secret? What was the key? What was the one word? And the one word, the Bible verse of John 15 verse 4 is my Bible verse. Because Jesus said, remain in me as I also remain in you. Jesus said that quote five times. Remain in me as I remain in you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Remain in you in summer as I remain in you. Remain in me in the winter as I remain in you. If I say to my kids things twice, that means either they're stupid, cannot be because they're my boys, 
or they are not happy to listen. But when Christ says five times the same things to you and me, it's a message. We forgot so fast. Don't give up. There is no season of giving up. When I googled um, last week about the message, I found from Dr. Billy Graham's wife, Ruth Graham, when she died, I mean, he, he led millions of people to Christ, the husband. And Billy Graham's wife wrote on the tombstone falling words, end of construction, thank you for your patience. Just think for a moment. End of constructions, thanks for your patience. With other words, life is not always perfect. But it means in heaven, everything will be super perfect. And here's the thing, there are five reasons why even though if the gardener cuts the branches away, five enemies that the harvest can be destroyed. It can be the mildew, it can be a hailstorm, it can be worms, birds, or insects. That means disappointments, destructions, tiredness, explanations, distractions, everything can happen. And here is the good news. Even though if a hailstorm destroys the whole harvest, have you ever seen a vineyard? I was blooming, I was blossoming, I was in the summer, and then was the fall, boom, shakala, everything is gone. The vineyard, the vine, has the capacity of three times after a hailstorm to produce a harvest. The comeback a year later is stronger than the setback. The comeback a year later is stronger than the setback. The comeback is stronger than the setback. For three years, there's a comeback in the wine. A comeback in the wine. With other words, when Christ lives in us, the comeback is always stronger than the setbacks. Can I hear an amen? This is a fact. If I remain in Christ, remain in Christ, the comeback is stronger than the setbacks. That's why I love this parable of the wine because Jesus is saying, if you're on a summer or winter or even though everything is destroyed, the comeback with me is gigantically. God, I will trust your sovereignty when there is no clarity because I can't sit forever in my disappointment and pain. I'm going to stand. Fear loves to limit you. Fear loves to keep you where you are. Fear wants you to do what you have always done and never do anything else. Fear wants to shackle your potential and fear always wants to limit you. Jesus, I'm afraid. Jesus, let's do it. And there are moments when you are in a ladder, when you are facing an area where you're super afraid, don't give up.